it's the end of the year. You're creating content on autopilot, just going through the motions without any real direction. Maybe you're feeling unmotivated or just generally lost when it comes to the type of content that you want to create. Because what you're doing now isn't as exciting and creatively fulfilling as it was when you first started. When you're consistently creating content for so long, you are bound to go through those times when you have to check in with yourself and see if you're intentionally creating content that you enjoy. But when you have a clear direction of the type of content you want to create, you're able to get those perfectly aligned brand deals and connect with your community in just such a better way. So how do you go about confronting this hard truth that you feel stuck with your content? I'm Kristen Busquette and I've been a full-time creator for over three years and I've brought in over $350,000 from sponsored posts and content creation collaborations with brands so far. Social Scoop is the podcast where we teach you, the entrepreneurial creator, to turn your online influencing creativity into a profitable, self-sustaining business. Today, I'm giving you the scoop on what you can do when you feel lost with your content and you want to find a bit more direction to create content intentionally. Hello, my friends, and welcome to episode 121 of Social Scoop Podcast. My name is Kristen, and as always, I'm so excited that you're here today. As we get closer to the end of the year, I am, I don't know about you guys, just feeling so ready for a break. And I wanted to bring this episode to you today because I feel like it touches on a lot of the feelings that a lot of creators are feeling at the end of the year specifically. I think a lot of us are going through this moment of like, we're tired, we want to take a break, we're maybe on the cusp of being burnt out. And it just feels like we don't really have a lot of time to clock out. So I want to talk to you about some different things that you can do if you're feeling a little bit lost with your content. Now, this week, we actually have almost no news. And I find that this happens a lot during the holidays. No social media platforms want to go crazy with updates right now, because honestly, like I said, we're tired. But TikTok actually had this really great little post that came out where they told creators that to make more money, they should post videos that are at least a minute long. They said that users on TikTok are spending half their time on the app watching content that is longer than one minute. And now I've had this conversation with a few of my students in social suite where they're like, well, I mostly post like short form content. So this is really scary for me. But I think this is just one of those updates that's going to push a lot of people out of their comfort zone and really force you to try new things, which is actually something that we're going to talk about a lot more in this episode. They also said that creators who post videos that are at least a minute long have a growth rate that is five times greater than creators who only post short form videos. So if there's ever been a moment where you should be considering how can I create more long term content, even just specifically for TikTok, this is that moment. Here is your sign that you've been waiting for. So much to dive into today with content and how you can really combat that feeling of just feeling lost and tired. And so let's dive right into it. If you're listening to this episode, and if you're a creator in general, I'm sure sure that you felt this feeling of, I don't feel like posting. I don't feel like I have any ideas. Nothing is performing the way I want it to. I'm stressed. I'm tired. Everyone else is better than me. Like there are just so many thoughts and feelings that I feel like are going through creators heads on a daily basis, specifically about content. And the first thing I want to talk about before we actually talk about some more actionable steps is why you're actually feeling this way. First thing I want to mention, feeling lost is 
part of the creator process. It, it literally does not matter what niche you're in, what type of creator you are. Feeling lost is part of the creative process for creatives everywhere, always. I feel like as a coach, this is actually one of the conversations that I have the most frequently with my students. I actually just had a conversation last week or so with one of my students who messaged me talking about how her reach was so low, her engagement was low. She felt like she wasn't getting any brand deals. And she was kind of just at this like big roadblock where she felt like, why am I even doing this? And I wanted to tell her like, girl, get comfortable with this because this is something that we all go through literally so frequently. It's almost just like this roller coaster of emotions when you're a creative person with a creative job. It's like, everything is going great. Oh my gosh, everything I'm doing is like magical. I'm killing it. Like, I feel like I'm on fire. And then a couple days later, a couple weeks later, you're like, why am I doing this? Everything I do sucks. Like, it is just such a huge part of the creator process. That is something that I wanted to touch on first, just so you know that if you're in the creative industry, this is just like something you will have to get comfortable with. And this is also something that is just so validated because everyone is feeling it. If you're listening to this podcast, you're feeling it. I know. Now, the other kind of points here, why I do feel like a lot of creators get lost with their content is that there are a lot of these kind of like mental blocks as well, such as pressure to perform, you know, like we don't have the same responsibilities as someone with like a typical nine to five job. We have a lot of pressure on us just to talk about certain things to show a certain amount of content, like the people are always watching, do we show this? Do we show it in this way? What do we do? We don't want people to judge us like there is this pressure to do things right and do this things certain ways, but also pressure to just like consistently pump out content. And that can be obviously very overwhelming. And sometimes when we feel overwhelmed and stressed, that's when it is really difficult for us to create because our brains are so focused on being stressed and frustrated and overwhelmed. We don't have any mental capacity to give to the creator process. The other thing, and I know that you've heard this term just thrown around millions of times at this point, is imposter syndrome. You're comparing yourself to others. And it's, first of all, so impossible not to. Imposter syndrome is literally never going to go away. I promise you, it literally doesn't matter. You know, if you right now are like, oh, when I hit 50,000 followers, like I'll be good. I won't feel this. Like, no, then you'll want to hit 100,000. And then the, the list goes on. It's never going to be like, okay, I reached this point and now I'm happy and nothing can bother me. You are going to feel imposter syndrome literally the entire time you're a creator. So this is another one of those feelings that you have to get comfy with. Burnout and fatigue, that's another one. This, again, constant pressure to perform only leads to a certain point where like we can only do go so fast and go at such a certain speed for so long before we're like, okay, I literally don't have anything left to give. And again, when you are a creative person, you need to allow yourself that mental space and the mental capacity to actually be able to be creative. If your brain is on overdrive because of all of the things that you have to do and how you're feeling and you're so overwhelmed, you don't leave yourself any room to actually be creative and think of new things that you want to try out and get excited, right? So we're going to talk about some ways to combat all of these. Don't worry. But the last one that I do want to mention is maybe you also are feeling this way because you have confusion about your personal branding. This actually, I think a great comparison is for me, like in this month, actually, oh my gosh, that snuck up on me. I'm turning 30 and I feel like I'm like going through this thing right now where like, I don't know 
what I like to wear. Like, I feel like I'm having a lot of trouble with my style because I'm like, well, I'm 30 now. Like, you know, I need to like not dress like a little kid anymore. And like, I need to like be put together, but I don't like this or I like that. Like, I feel like I'm going through this with my style specifically, but I think it's also very common to go through this with your content where maybe you did things a certain way for a long time, but then you hit a point where you're like, I've grown as a, a person. I don't really think I like this anymore. And so maybe like you're in, a place where you are a little bit confused about like who you are and what your purpose is. And so that is very easily, you know, converted into your content. Like if you feel lost and you're posting about a million different things because you don't know what to do, like you don't know what your personal purpose is, it's very easy that that would be translated to your audience as well. So feeling a little bit lost about your purpose or, or who you are, I think can also make you feel very lost with your content. So those are a few of the reasons why if you are feeling this way, you probably are checking off a lot of those boxes versus just one of them. Um, but the best part is, is that you're not alone. Again, everyone listening right now is probably going, mm-hmm, yep, that's me. Now I have three questions that I think if you are feeling any of any of these ways that I mentioned above, uh, questions to ask yourself if you're feeling this way to really start to like dig a little bit deeper into how we can fix this and why you're actually having these issues. The first being, how solid is your foundation? In my coaching programs, in Social Suite, this is one of the things that I work with creators the most often on is that personal branding foundation. Again, going back to what we just talked about, if you don't know who you are, it's it's not easy for other people to know who you are, right? So you need to have that clear mission statement, that clear purpose. So you can go into your content very confidently saying, this is why I'm here. So I'm going to create X, Y, and Z because this is like what I'm, my purpose is. This is why I'm here showing up every single day, putting all of this time and energy and effort into my social media is that clear purpose, that clear mission statement. Now, the very common other side of this is, oh, I don't know my mission statement. I don't know my purpose. Like I just like to create fun stuff and that's great, but there has to be some sort of drive behind that for you to consistently do it. So if you feel like you are a little confused about your mission statement or your purpose, I think the first step here is doing a creator sprint. And we're going to talk about this in depth in a few minutes. Um, But this concept of just like trying new things out to really see what feels like it settles in well with you, I think is going to be one of the best experiences for you to really start to hone in on your personal branding. Like for example, over the last few years since I've been a creator, you know, 2015 to 2018, I was posting 95% fashion content. I started to sprinkle in a little bit of business content, find that I really liked creating it. People really liked it and said, hmm, what if I were to tip the scale and do more of this and less fashion? And so as I evolved as a person and, and tried new things out, I did realize there's other things I actually really like creating instead of just fashion content. And so I, I did did kind of do some experimenting and and changed my whole page. Like now you guys don't see fashion content from me ever because I actually realized I don't like creating it. And here I am creating something I actually really love. So don't be afraid to experiment. If you feel like you are having a little bit of trouble with that, answering that question of how solid is my foundation? Like what is my purpose here? The second question, and this is like a really obvious question, but for some reason we are so bad 
good at doing what we need to do when we answer this question. So do you actually enjoy what you're posting every day? Do you? You know, like, are you posting something because you saw like on TikTok a bunch of people doing it and it works really well for a lot of people? Or are you doing it because you actually really do love it? The thing is, you can't be afraid to pivot if the answer to that question is, no, I actually really don't like what I'm posting every day. Just because you like fashion doesn't mean you have to be a fashion creator. Maybe you also like books or nail polish and you want to talk about one of those things. Like it doesn't have to be the obvious choice, right? And so I think that is scary to a lot of people because a lot of people say, well, fashion creator works. There's a lot of fashion creators who are super successful. If I change to be just a nail polish creator, isn't that like kind of crazy? That's, you know, not what my audience is expecting. That's not why they're following me, but it's also like narrowing me down so much. Like it's scary to make a big change like that. But I think most important thing at the end of the day is you maybe quit your nine to five job or you want to quit your nine to five job because you want to do something that you love and that is exciting for you and that you go to work every day and are like literally just so like fire pumping through your veins. If you don't feel that way, why are you doing this? You know, like change it up so that you do feel that way. And it is scary to pivot. Of course it is. Change is always scary. But if you're changing as a person, your content is allowed to change with you. Now, obviously, that is not going to be the easiest process, right? Like, you know, that would be like if McDonald's was like, we're going to start selling like, you know, $15 hamburgers, we'd be like, no, we want a $5 hamburger from McDonald's. Like you, it's very difficult to change everything about your business. So what to expect? It's going to be an uphill battle. Like you're going to lose a lot of people. You're going to lose a lot of followers, but you're also going to gain a lot of followers from people who, you know, like really want what you're starting to create. That might be like if McDonald's started to have like build your own salad salads that were like 15 bucks. I personally am not like a huge McDonald's person right now, but if they started doing build your own salads for 15 bucks, I'd be like, I feel kind of crazy spending $15 at McDonald's, but I just got to build my own salad and it's so good, right? Like, so there are certain things you can do with changes like that, that are going to bring new people in, bring new followers into your page, but you're also going to lose all those people who don't want to spend $15 on a salad, right? So obviously change is scary and change is hard, you need to go into a change like that expecting this is going to be hard. <laughs> this is going to be a long, difficult process. But at the end of it, I'm going to come out and be just so much happier that I'm doing something that I'm so excited about every day. The third question is, are you basing your unhappiness or your frustration about your content solely on statistics? Maybe you really love what you're creating, but you are just not getting the statistical results that you want. Maybe you love the content you're creating, but like it, the reach is horrible or the engagement is horrible. Are you posting for you? Are you posting for your audience? Like these are all things that we need to look at because if you are basing that frustration so solely on statistics, there are things that you can do to change the logistics of your posts, right? Like, are you checking all those boxes? Like, do you have a call to action? Like, are your hooks really great? Um, what is the length of your video? Like, how are you keeping your audience engaged throughout the whole video? Like, there's a lot of logistical things that you can change about the video, keeping the content 
the same as what you really love, but maybe you just make some small adjustments so that the statistics of the posts do start to go in the direction that you want. So my main concern in all of this is I want you to post what you love. I want you to be happy to sit down at your computer every morning and be like, what do I get to record for a post today? This is going to be awesome. I don't want you to sit down and be like, oh my gosh, I have to do another try on video. My house is going to be a mess. This is like so much work. I'm so tired of this, but I have to do it because my audience wants me to. Like, I don't ever want you to feel that way. So with all of these questions, it really is just about like serving yourself before you serve others, which I know sounds very backwards, but the people are out there. There are billions of people on social media apps. You will find them. I would rather have you be creating what you want to create and find those people that will like it versus having a group of people who don't like what you want to post and only like a certain content that you don't like to post. That is is a tougher situation. So don't worry about the followers. Worry about posting what you really love and then the followers will come. You will find them. They will find you. So you have those three questions that you could ask yourself when you are feeling lost with your content. You understand maybe a little bit more about why you're feeling that way. Have you been wondering how to use LinkedIn as a creator? If you're wondering how to optimize your profile for maximum visibility, if you need a separate profile from your nine to five and what the heck to post on LinkedIn, you'll be happy to hear that you can find the answers to all of these questions in my mini course, Optimizing LinkedIn for Creators. It's available now and all built using the Leap's new digital product builder. Not gonna lie, I built the course in about 30 minutes using the Leap's new tool. You can use it to build mini courses, lead magnets, sales pages, and honestly, so much more. Your it's too hard and confusing excuse is no longer valid. Sorry, not sorry. Tap the link in the show notes to learn more about the Leap and get access to my LinkedIn optimization course for creators for just $17. Now let's talk about the things that you can do in order to help you move in the opposite direction from feeling very lost with your content. I have maybe four things that I want to go through here. The first being set clear, realistic, keyword realistic goals, and then plan exactly how you're going to do them. For example, in Social Suite, we have this goal accountability chat. And essentially, like the beginning of the month, everyone will go through and share their goals for the month. And then we'll be able to kind of at the end of the month, look at them and be like, what did I accomplish from my list? Now, there's two things that I think are really important with goals. The first being they need to be realistic. They need to be goals that you can hit pretty confidently. Like you're pretty 100% sure that you can hit that goal. Because I feel personally, like if I set a goal that is like a stretch goal and I don't hit that month after month after month, I don't want to set goals anymore because it just it's a crappy feeling. It sucks. You never hit your goals. So if you can almost set like a really realistic goal and then maybe set a stretch goal if you want to get crazy, I think that's a better situation than just being like, I have 15,000 followers right now. My goal by the end of the month is to hit 20,000 followers. Okay, if you have a couple viral videos, maybe, maybe not, but that's a big, big jump. So realistic goals, that's the keyword. The other thing I think is really important to remember with goals is that sometimes 
we don't hit our goals, but we learn from the process of trying to hit them. So it's almost one of those situations where like the the journey is what's really the most important part, not the destination, right? Like maybe you get to the goal, but what did you learn throughout the process? What you learned there, whether you hit it or not, is going to help you next month when you go into this, right? So remembering that it's actually totally fine if you don't hit your goals, as long as you learn something through the process, I'm happy with it. And the other thing too, is sometimes numerical goals just aren't beneficial because again, if you don't hit that exact number, you feel like crap. I think, especially if you are in an experimental phase, like you're playing around with your content, I think at that point, if you set goals that are not to do with numbers, they're more like, oh, I want to, you know, try and do a new content series this month, something that is you have more control over that I think is where you're going to feel start to feel really good about goals. So setting clear, realistic goals and actually planning out how you are going to do them. Don't just say I want to gain 5000 followers this month. I want you to set up a whole plan for each week what you're going to do to actually make that happen, right? The second thing which we pre briefly mentioned earlier is setting up your creator sprint. Now, a creator sprint is essentially where you take maybe 30 or 60, maybe even 90 days, and you don't even look at your stats for that entire period of time. You are solely experimenting. This is a sprint of you putting anything and everything out there. And then eventually at the end of the month or at the end of the 60 or 90 days, you look at your stats then, and then you can say, okay, what did I learn from this, right? First things first, you're going to learn what you liked creating and probably what you didn't like creating, right? If you are just putting anything and everything out there, different niches, different, you know, topics that you're talking about, different formats, one's a green screen, one's a talking head video, one's a try on, like you're trying all these different things. You're going to realize, oh my gosh, I hated creating the try on videos, but I absolutely loved doing the green screen videos. These are very important things for you to learn that. And also what is performing well? What did people like to see? Like, and if you can find some sort of balance between the two, that's kind of the sweet spot, right? Like what did I like creating and performed well? Okay, cool. I'm going to do more of that, right? So in your creator sprint, you find that period of time and then you go hard creating anything and everything that comes to your mind. You post it, don't pay attention to stats. End of that period of time, you look at it and you learn from it. I honestly suggest doing this creator sprint like once a quarter. Even if you feel like everything's going totally fine, I think it's so important for you to experiment and play around, even if you do it for like two weeks, right? Take a small period of time and just bust out a bunch of content, try new things. And you'd honestly be surprised sometimes from what you learn. What if you try something that maybe you wouldn't normally allow yourself to try and you do it and it goes crazy and just like blasts you to a whole new level of your business? Like you just never know what's going to work until you try it. So allow yourself for that flexibility. The third thing that you can do here, and maybe some of you aren't going to like this one, is get comfy with the uncomfy, right? Get comfortable with things that feel weird and things that you're not excited about, you're scared of, change, all of those things. Just get comfortable with it. One thing that I will say is I have been doing this creator business for years now. And I still feel imposter syndrome every 
every single day, right? Like I feel it often. And so one thing that I actually started to do here was I stopped looking at profiles of of my competitors that made me feel like, oh, I should be doing this. Or what if I did this because it's working for them? If you block out that noise, it makes it a lot more enjoyable of a process for you to go in and create content and run your business. If you don't give yourself the opportunity to even see what other people are doing, I actually think that can be very beneficial for you. Because then when you're creating content, if you're looking at what everyone else is doing, you're going to have that in the back of your mind and think that you should be doing just what everyone else is doing. And obviously, that's not like any sort of proven option for success, right? So don't be afraid to just kind of let the imposter syndrome happen. It's going to happen no matter how many followers you have or how much money you're making. But also have a little bit of control over how often that's happening by just not looking at people that don't make you feel good. It's as simple as that. The second part here is to seek support. Obviously, with a lot of these things like the pressure to perform, the imposter syndrome, burnout, fatigue, like learning more about your personal purpose... This is like deep, heavy stuff. You know, this isn't, this isn't light and airy and fun. This is real work that you're doing here. So having a community to lean on that makes you feel safe and understood and less alone, honestly, is, is mandatory. If you go to any other nine to five job at like a corporate company, you have, you know, HR, you have people that like you can talk to your coworkers, people that are in the same building as you doing similar jobs, like they get it, right? But creators, many times, like we are by ourselves, you know, we're afraid to reach out to other people to just like complain or talk or vent. You don't necessarily always have that safe space. And honestly, I think in any aspect of life, when you're feeling something heavy, nothing feels better than just like having a place to get it out. And maybe you don't have that right now as a creator. Maybe you don't have that place to share something where everyone else is nodding their heads in agreement because they have also been through it. And if you don't have that right now, I will tell you for creators, that place is social suite. That is our private creator community. We have 130 plus creators in it currently. And this is your space where people are going to get it. We've all in this group been through the same frustrations and anything you want to share, it is a safe space for you to share it. And everyone is going to be there, like going through the same thing. So you have people to talk to, you have me to talk to, you have a place to even just come listen and hear what other people are going through. So that when you go through that, you're like, okay, this person did it. This is the advice they got. Like I can do that too, right? If you want more information about Social Suite, it is in the show notes below. I highly suggest checking it out if you are starting to build your creator business, because the support is going to be monumental in your growth as a business owner and as just a a social media creator. The third thing here that I think is maybe one of the most important is establishing boundaries. And I will tell you for the first like three years of my business, I had literally zero boundaries, like none whatsoever. And it is hard to be this content idea machine when you're too busy feeling stressed and burnt out. Previously, I think the issue was that I felt really guilty, like, taking off weekends or not responding to DMs immediately. Cause I was like, Oh my God, my people, they're here. They're depending on me. Like, what if I don't deliver? They're going to unfollow. They're going to leave. They're going to hate me. That is just simply not the case. First of all, that is you lying to your own brain. (laughs) 
Example, I currently do not work on weekends. Like I very few things can make me pick up my phone and like post something on the weekends. I also uh, just typically don't post on on the weekends in general, but I also like am not answering emails on the weekends. Sometimes I'll go into social suite when I have some free time and just hang out for a little bit. But for the most part on weekends, I am not doing anything work related because I come back on Monday and I'm excited to sit down at my computer and just get shit done because I had the whole weekend to decompress. I didn't think about social media. So now when I'm coming back, I have all this inspiration of like rest and things that I did over the weekend that I come back and I'm ready. So you need to allow yourself those boundaries and those breaks often enough that your body doesn't require them from you at a certain point, right? That's what we call burnout. If your body eventually gets to a point where it's like, nope, we're not doing that, then you're not prepared for it and it sucks. But if you can start to establish consistent boundaries now before you feel burnt out, it's going to help you combat feeling burnt out, right? And the last thing here that I think is extremely important for things you can do when you are feeling lost with your content. Sometimes it's you telling yourself stories. Sometimes you're like, oh, my content sucks. Like I need to do something different. What I'm doing is not working. And it honestly, it is working. It just isn't working quick enough for you. And so you tell yourself all these stories in your brain that your content sucks. Now, having a second opinion or an outside perspective of honest people, not just like your family and your best friend who are going to be like, yeah, oh my God, love that video. It was so great. Having an honest sounding board to be able to look at your content and say, you know, I actually really like this and this, but I think where you lost me on this video was here. Or what if you had a better hook? Because honestly, with the way this starts, I don't know that I would continue watching it. Having people, A, who get it, who are also creators, but B, people who are honest with you because you're in this safe space, I think is so, so, so helpful for you to move forward with creating content because you're getting actual feedback that's helpful, constructive criticism in order for you to continue to grow. Because honestly, I don't even bother asking like my close friends that are not creators or my, my family or anything for any type of feedback because they're just going to tell me that it was great because they love me and don't want to hurt my feelings, which thank you. I appreciate. But the other aspect is like, they're not creators. They don't understand hooks. They don't understand, you know, length of video. They don't understand lighting. And so I can't really expect them to give me the advice that I'm looking for. All of that to say, in Social Suite, we offer content auditing workshops multiple times per month. These are free for people who are in Social Suite. And what happens is we all get on a Zoom call and we bring a link to the table and we play the link of the video or the photo or whatever it is. We all watch it as a group and then we sit as a round table and say, all right, what do we do? What does this person change? What did you like? What did you not like? Where did they lose you? How much of this would you actually watch? And you take all of that feedback from other creators. And then next time you're like, okay, I know what I need to change for the next video to play around with it and see if X, Y, and Z works, right? So having that second opinion, that outside perspective can be so, so, so incredibly important. Moral of the story is you are going to go through periods of time, a roller coaster of up and downs when you're feeling lost with your content. 
And that is not uncommon. That is part of the creative process. So if you're feeling that, first of all, don't feel guilty. We're all, we've all gone through it. It happens. But also take what you've learned today. And before you freak out, sit down, let it marinate and see what you can do to actually start to move forward in the right direction. So I hope this episode was super, super helpful for you today. Let me know if you have any questions in the DMs and I will see you guys next week. Bye.